This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Real Presence Live. It is Friday, the end of the week, and we are having a great show today. Remember, if you hear one of our segments here on Real Presence Live, you can always find the podcast on realpresenceradio.com. And you can hear a replay of every show Monday through Friday on Saturday morning. So you will get to hear us again if you listen on Saturday. There you go. I'm Father Brian Christensen. I'm Karen Gibis. We are Real Presence live here from Terra Sancta Retreat Center. And the diocese has a great program going on this week. Yeah, I love the idea of this whole encouraging vocations in young men, steel, sharpening steel. Uh not so young priests getting out there trying to act like young boys and Father Mark Horn looked like he was paying for it this morning. Yeah, he was uh, he was our uh, honoring father segment this morning, Father yeah. Mark Horn from uh, St. Rose of Lima Church uh, Parish down in Hill City, um, able to be here in person to receive his honors. That's so wonderful. Uh, I'm so glad I didn't bring a dozen donuts to share between the 60 campers. Oh, we that could have shared it right here. We could have, um, you and I. And during Straight Talk, we had some of the young men that were here, both uh, the high school students uh, and, uh, the middle young boys and the middle schoolers mm-hmm. that were enjoying the Totus Tuus uh, summer camp here uh, get a kick uh, they had some great questions they did what a what a wonderful group of young men coming yes. up in the church right now yeah for sure for sure and uh, from all across I mean all the way from Fort Pier uh, to here in Rapid City up uh, places like Red, Red Owl, Owl South middle Dakota. of nowhere if you can find Red Owl you can win a prize here <laughs> that's right if you live. know where Red Owl is <laughs> email me at <laughs> yeah but you, you see how heroic some of our priests are right yes. they're driving out to Red Owl from faith on a regular yep. basis to minister to That's five right. or six families yeah. um, and celebrate the Eucharist with them. Uh, Father Janos, a shout out to him. Yeah. Um, because he's based in faith, we often call him our father in faith. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Well, we have another interview, kind of sticking with our vocations theme, Father. So do you want to introduce our guests and yeah, get right Yeah, well, in we're it? joined by both the uh, father-son team, uh, Father Eric Seitz and uh, his dad, Deacon Ben Seitz. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good morning. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I'll, uh, how about we'll begin with Deacon Ben, uh, where you're at, and uh, what you do. All right. Well, I was uh, actually born and raised in St. Paul, Minnesota, and uh, after uh, high school, joined the Air Force. Spent 23 years in the Air Force. It's where I met my beloved bride, Janine, and uh, we raised five children. Um, retired from there in 2008, moved here to Fargo, North Dakota, and uh, got into uh, uh, multiple formation programs, actually, for the diaconate, and was ordained on Halloween of this past year into the uh, uh, diaconate for the Fargo Diocese. All right. Well, congratulations on that, and thanks for your service in in the uh, Air Force, in the military. The the best service, I'm sure. Absolutely. And I'm I'm not biased at all. You're not biased at all, Father (laughs) Big Dog. You said you had uh, five children. Can you tell us a little bit about your kiddos? Oh, sure. They're probably not kiddos anymore. No. Um, Yeah, so we uh, uh, we got four boys, and our youngest is a daughter. Uh, Three of them reside back in St. Paul, Um, and... uh, um, yeah, just very, uh, very proud of them and, uh, and what they're doing with their lives. So, uh, you're joined here today by one of your sons, uh, Father Eric. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I was ordained a priest for the Diocese of Fargo on August 8th, uh, of last year. 
Uh, it was a delayed ordination. It was supposed to be on June 6th, but uh, COVID threw everything up in the air. Uh, but, you know, after, uh, after nine years of formation, uh, two months didn't seem all that long. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I graduated from high school in, in 2011, and um, I was, uh, went straight to the uh, seminary after that, four years at Sacred Heart Major Seminary in Detroit, Michigan, uh, four years at um, St. Paul Seminary in St. Paul, Minnesota, and uh, with a pastoral year in there, it was nine years of formation, and I'm, I'm very excited to finally be getting to work. Yeah, right. And uh, tell us a little bit about where you are uh, stationed as a priest right now. I'm, I'm the uh, parochial vicar at St. John's Church in Wapiton, North Dakota. That's about uh, 40, 45 miles south of Fargo, uh, right on the Minnesota-North Dakota border. All right, very good. Tell us a little bit about St. John's and your ministry there so far. It's been just a short period of time, right? Uh, about a year now or not yeah. quite? You know, it was it was uh it was kind of an odd time to be getting into ministry. Um uh, <laughs> learning how to uh, how to say mass with all the all the covid restrictions that we had going on. Uh but we were able to uh to to figure it out and um it's uh we got a school down there. That's probably uh one of my favorite things to do uh during the week is to uh Go visit all the classrooms and uh, hang out with the school kids there. They bring a lot of life and energy. It's just K through six there, but uh, plenty of uh, plenty of good stuff going on. And uh, one of the things that's been really exciting for me recently has been uh, doing uh, weekly classes on the Book of Revelation. Ah. Um, there's okay. nothing but excitement in that book, I think. <laughs> no, plenty of drama and plenty of uh, numbers and symbols you're working through. Yes, yes, it's been great. Deacon Ben, um, it sounds like, you know, looking at your ordination date between you and Father Eric, that you were uh, kind of going through formation at the same time. Can you talk a little bit about, one, your discernment in, in, in you know, the call to, to the diaconate, and then your, your time of formation? Yeah, it went over a long period of time. I kind of look back to the uh, time when I was stationed with my family in Stavanger, Norway. I had a two-year uh, two-year assignment out there. We arrived. Norway is a uh, uh, primarily a Lutheran country uh, because Catholicism was actually illegal until the 1950s. So there was only wow. one Catholic church in the city of two hundred thousand, Stavanger, Norway, and uh, we arrived. And what I noticed was that the pastor there, Father Rolf, um, he spoke English and Nor- Norwegian. There was one English mass per week. And it was, oh. I believe it was 9 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. And we went there for the first couple of weeks, and I noticed he was constantly having to prompt the altar servers. They, they appeared to be needed to be trained. So I, I offered to do that, make a long story short. Uh, he said yes, and uh, then he trained me to do the... Uh, you know, kind of the Latin Mass. I mean, with all the bells and whistles, with the uh, with the uh, incense and and six servers, and uh, so while wow, we got that in place, and for the first few weeks, I stayed up there in uh, cassock and surplus to kind of direct traffic. And once I thought that was was done, I told him, I said, I think these guys got it. I can uh, go back and and sit. And he said, No, 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 no. You're staying up here. I like the way this is working. <laughs> and it was just kind of a, a time where I, I felt uh, uh, God kind of tugging at me, um, you know, and I, I actually remember mentioning it to my wife. What would you think about being a deacon's wife? And I remember she kind of laughed. I had a lot of formation to do. Uh, and so I don't think she quite saw it, uh, uh, saw it at that time. But uh, over the years, uh, that formation uh, took, uh, took hold, 
Um, like I said, retired here in uh, 2007, moved to Fargo, got into a uh, EPS, that's an Education for Parish Service program. It was kind of a prerequisite at the time for the diaconate uh, okay. formation. And then uh, um, actually got went into a uh, master's program as well in theology. Just mm-hmm. kept on desiring more and more and more knowledge. Um, and then finally the final formation program, so... Good. No, yeah, thanks. We'll come back to that a little bit. But, um, Father Eric, as you were going through formation both at Sacred Heart and uh, St. Paul Seminary, um, what was it like that your dad was going through his formation program for the diaconate? Well, there was an interesting, um, interesting things going on. You know, we've always been quite involved in our parishes. Um, and uh, as I was going through voca- uh, seminary, um, I started noticing that dad would start asking me questions, right, about mm. uh, some of the stuff that I was learning and, uh, you know, stuff from the catechism, that kind of stuff. Um, so that was kind of an interesting dynamic because uh, uh, there's still lots of things that I would ask him questions on, like, uh, you know, car mechanics and, and, and all that sort of uh, <laughs> dad stuff. Um, but he started asking me questions, and uh, it was really interesting that I became – a kind of an informal collaborator on some of his projects at uh, at the parish, um, and that was really kind of a kind of a special moment. But when I when I started seeing that, um, that you know, uh, I felt a little bit more like an adult uh, because instead of just you know being taken care of, I could help my dad in, in a meaningful and interesting way uh, with with what I was learning at the seminary. Um, and so by the time he starts diaconate formation, it was two thousand. Fifteen, yes, around there, yeah, yeah. Um, it just seemed like a natural, a natural move from my point of view that uh, he's been doing so much um, that uh, being a deacon would would put him in a position to do even more. Um, so that was kind of my perspective. Just wow. a funny, a funny story is that I'm I'm studying uh, my I'm, uh, my theology program. It's all online, so I read things. When you read things, sometimes you mispronounce words. <laughs> so I remember I was trying to sound really smart with him one day. I said, I said, uh, Eric, I'd like to share this uh, paracope with you. you know? and, uh, uh, and he says, paracope? Oh, you mean pericope. And I went, yeah, that's it. That's the word. Um, and that's a, uh, a short phrase out of scripture is a, is a, a pericope. But uh, there I was right. trying to sound smart and being corrected again, being humbled. And I was like, you know, that's just the way my life is. No, that's great. That's great. The Lord always wants us to be humble. And if we're not, he'll humiliate us. I think it's the way, <laughs> the way he gets his point across. So, um, uh, Father Eric, can you just talk about, you said you went to seminary right after, uh, right after high school. What was, the, what was the influence of your family on that, uh, that decision and that discernment? You know, um, the first time I ever brought up the seminary, uh, my parents were 100% on board with it, just the idea of it, right? Like, you know, I think it'd be great if you went to seminary, right? And, um, and that, was, that was very encouraging, certainly. Um, and since, you know, the Mass and the sacraments had always been a part of the way that we were raised, um, you know, that was kind of that, that early foundation, that this, this is important. Um, so, yeah, Mom and Dad have been very supportive. My siblings have all been uh, very supportive um, and... Uh, yeah, so it's it's just been it's just been wonderful. A lot of support. They, uh, you know, I think 
my parents are really happy to have a, a priest in the family. No, that's yes, beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, we're talking with uh, Deacon Ben Seitz and his son, Father Eric Seitz, uh, from the Fargo, North Dakota Diocese. Um, and we'll be back with uh, kind of exploring their call and their uh, ministry uh, as a father-son team in the Diocese of Fargo. We'll be right back after this break. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through plan giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, contact lenses, glasses, and vision therapy services. Our specialized vision therapy program works to improve how the eyes work together as a team. We work with our patients to improve reading difficulties, lazy eyes, eye turns, and focusing problems, which can be detrimental to performance in the classroom and on the job. You can learn more about our mission at Lumen.Vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning. I'm Father Brian Christensen. I'm joined by... Karen Gibis. We are Real Presence Live, broadcasting from Terra Sancta Retreat Center during this diocesan summer camp for boys called Totus Tuus, Totally Yours, and had the pleasure of visiting earlier in the day this morning with some of our campers, also with Father Mark Horn, who's one of the priests here at the camp, um, and also is uh, the honoree for Honor Our Fathers and his dozen donuts. Um, but it's great. We're talking now with uh, Deacon uh, Ben Seitz and his son, Father Eric sites, both from the Diocese uh, of Fargo and uh, their uh, ministry there. Um, what a beautiful thing. Um, what, do people, what do people generally say uh, uh, to you guys about both being ordained ministers in the church when they realize you're father and son? Any like, whoa, or how do, what, what do you get? Well, uh, basically everybody thinks it's pretty cool. 
Um, I remember at one point, uh, my, my dad was able to come down to Wapaton and, uh, I had him preach a, a, a couple masses on, on a Sunday and, uh, just everybody just thought it was just a awesome thing to be able to see, uh, this father son duo and, uh, and both of us uh, committed to ministry. So yeah. Deacon Ben. Yeah. The, uh, very similar. People think it's pretty cool. I'll just tell you my perspective on it is, uh. It's really, really, really awesome to uh, to sit in the cathedral and watch your son be ordained a priest. That's mm. a, uh, uh, a very much, a, uh, I mean, it's just awesome. It's a, a great thing. Then to have your own ordination, and that's a life changer, um, going through that uh, a few months later myself. But um, I think the greatest experience of my life is when I'm actually on the altar with Father Eric and uh, uh, he's celebrating Mass, and, and I'm the deacon at the Mass. Um, I just compare that to walking on the sun. It's yeah. uh, uh, just an unbelievable experience. Uh, huge graces for me and uh, blessings from God. Yeah, so uh, Father Eric, you had mentioned that you had the opportunity in Wapiton to be with uh, your deacon dad on the altar. Are there other occasions that you've been able to be together, like perhaps maybe in your... In your home parish, or those occasions where your family's all together? Well, actually, it was really special. Our first, uh, the first Mass we celebrated together was back in January. And uh, my godfather, who also happened to be Father Eric's godfather, had passed away. Mm. And so it was a funeral Mass that, uh, that he celebrated, and I was the, uh, the deacon at, uh, for our godfather. Wow. And uh, just... Uh, his wife, my aunt Annette, was uh, just so pleased and so proud to have us both there. We were still experiencing quite a bit of the COVID stuff back then, so uh, just an awesome experience. Yeah, who? Uh, how did you do? Decide who was going to preach for your godfather? <laughs> Golly, you know, I uh, I offered that to, uh, to to Deacon Dad over here, um, uh, just because. Uh, I thought that would be kind of the great uh, a great way to to honor honor uh, Uncle Harold and um you know he uh I think you knew him maybe a lot better than I did and and um and I I thought that you'd be able to to draw in a lot of that relationship uh into your homily which I think you did Beautiful beautiful um Deacon Ben, as uh, as uh, Father Eric, your son, was going through seminary, what were some of the things that you noticed in changing in him as he was moving towards the Holy Orders? Uh, just a maturity. I remember uh, uh, early on, um, uh, oh gosh, I, there, there was just a, a great sense of maturity. He would, uh, early on, he would come home. And whenever there was work to be done around the house, it was like, oh, gee, Dad, I'd like to help you out, but I got a holy hour. Or if there was garden work to be done, it was, uh, Dad, these hands were made for chalices, not calluses, you know? And yes. always said in jest. <laughs> he but, says today. But, but as the years went on, and I just, uh, he's got a very deep spirituality. And uh, I actually looked to him, as, as he mentioned, um, there's a lot of things that we learn as parents from our children, and certainly uh, in this situation where I'm, I'm in formation for the diaconate, uh, which is a great program, but it's nowhere near the formation that, uh, the priestly formation, um, I look to him because of all the things he was learning and all the things I saw in him 
that uh, that I thought I could learn from as well. What uh, I'm going to throw it back at you, Father Eric, just uh, noticing in your father's own growth as he went through formation and as he approached uh, holy orders, and even now as a deacon, um, what what did you notice in him that uh, was changing, and, and the graces that God was working in his life? I guess uh, something that's always impressed me was uh, my dad's willingness to learn. Um, and, you know, learning isn't always a fun thing. Um, and it's just this, this great, uh, this great uh, desire to know the truth. And um, I, I, I kind of watched as he, was, as he was going along, you know, with his, with his studies and with his diaconate formation, how much fruit that was bearing in kind of changing some of the ways that, that he would, would talk about prayer uh, they talk about the church and the sacraments, um, just subtle things. And it's not like he was, <laughs> he was super wrong, but there was just these new depths that he was finding. And um, he was finding, the, and, uh, finding joy, finding real joy in, in what he was learning. Um, so I thought, uh, thought that, that desire to know the truth um, really, really has, has, especially like the last 10 years, really uh, made profound uh, changes uh, and who yeah. he is makes him a better deacon. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. No, thanks for sharing those things. I mean, they're very, I mean, because of your, the unique experience of having, you know, being father and son, but also going through formation um, almost, you know, simultaneously being ordained near the near the same date, you know, within the same year, uh, just really gives you a unique perspective. Um Deacon Ben, uh, you and your wife, uh, Janine, right? Yes. Um, what what advice do you give to parents who are trying to promote, um, you know, a Catholic life and discernment of, of God's will for their children? Can you give some insight into that uh, from your own experience? Well, first of all, is 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 I mean, number one, you got to be supportive, right? This is something that uh, that they're not coming up with on their own. This is something that God is calling them to, and so to kind of push back on that and say, oh, gee, you know, I want, uh, I want grandchildren or I don't think this is a good thing for you. Um, it's, it's probably not the right answer. Um, and then uh, number two is just to be supportive to them. Uh, it was such an eye-opener for me. I didn't know anything about seminary. I didn't know how long, you know, that you have a four-year minor seminary and a four-year major seminary. I didn't know the costs associated with those things for minor seminary. It was very educational for me, so uh, sharing that information with uh, with other parents so that they know uh, what these uh, seminarians are are going through and and what the process is, I think, is really valuable. Yeah, any uh, during during that time, whether when he was talking about going to seminary in high school or in the early days or any time during that time, a- any fears or anxieties or worries that would come up in your heart that you noticed or your wife. No, I remember the day he left for seminary. Uh, I posted on Facebook. I said, "You know, Eric, uh, we're really proud of you. Good luck at the seminary. If you need anything, you know, let us know. If you need money, we'll pray for you." <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to remember that. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, that was great. <laughs> um, Father Eric, uh, tell us a little bit about discernment in high school. We have these uh, high school and middle school young men here at Terra Sancta, our retreat center in the Diocese of Rapid City. Uh, they're here this week. We do it annually. There's lots of things that the diocese, I know in Fargo and across our listening area, are doing to promote vocations. But what was helpful to you as a, as a young high school student as you were considering God's call in your life? Um. Well, uh, certainly, um, one of the one of the very helpful things for me was going on a discernment retreat um, at the old Cardinal Minch Seminary in Fargo. They they had a, a discernment retreat put on in in June uh, after my junior year of high school, and uh, that really that really helped me um, helped me know kind of what I was getting into, helped me to to uh, learn to begin how to pray uh, about. Uh, vocations and cleared up some misconceptions for me, um, and and probably one of the best things was was getting to meet seminarians uh, for the first time, and then realizing it's like oh man, these are these are regular dudes you know these aren't uh, some special kind of person you know just Christian men who are trying to discern God's will uh, so that was very helpful uh, I also had the uh, the blessing of attending Shanley High School and. Um, uh, during my senior year, before I had really made up my mind, um, I would go into the uh, the chapel before school and uh, pray in front of the Blessed Sacrament. And really that um, that kind of face-to-face time uh, with the Blessed Sacrament, and, and, you know, that's what the priesthood is all about, is, is celebrating the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. So, um, so really, uh, for my own personal discernment, that discernment retreat, forming relationships with seminarians, uh, the vocation director, and uh, Eucharistic adoration. Those were all kind of the things that got me through the door. Yeah, no, beautiful. Had you thought about the priesthood, that that sense of God's working in your life been present for a long time in your life, in young age, middle school, high school? It was middle school. It was middle school. Uh, We were living in Great Falls, Montana at the time, and I was going to a Catholic school, and we had a uh, a penance service, uh, like a Lenten penance service at the school. And so I went, I was one of the first ones to go to confession, and I was kind of sitting in the church afterwards. And the idea kind of came into my head that uh, I should really consider being a priest. Um, And... uh, I think that was the very the very uh, first time I, I heard the call there, and uh, uh, yeah, so so that it was something that was in my head all throughout high school. Yeah, did you talk to anybody about it uh, along the way, priests, parents, friends, about this sense of a call? You know, um, I must have mentioned it to my mom because she remembers uh, remembers that day or or that that kind of week of, of me. Rem- I don't remember mentioning it, but I, apparently I did. Um, but what it really was, was that people would, would mention it to me. Um, so there would be certainly be, uh, people at the parish who had mentioned that, but, but sometimes, uh, sometimes my, my friends at school would mention it to me too. And I was like, what the heck? You know, cause I just assumed <laughs> that the people of the parish said that to every young man they saw. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> turns out yeah. that's not the case. Um. No, that's great. Well, I want to thank uh, Deacon uh, Ben Seitz from the Diocese of Fargo and his son, Father Eric Seitz, for joining us here on Real Presence Live. Um, Thank you for your service, and what great blessings, uh, this father-son duo for the Diocese of Fargo, uh, serving the Lord and serving his holy people. So thanks for joining us on Real Presence Live today. Thank you, men. Thank you, Father Brian. Thank you, Karen. 
Yeah, you're welcome. Well, when we come back from the break, we're going to shift gears and head to the back here to the Rapid City Diocese and speak to one of our own seminarians. So stay with us here on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 